But this is this is kind of weird because it's like it's all there. Oh, that's way more than 400 people. Yeah. Oh, that's so cool. I love it. I'm so excited. There aren't assigned seats though. All right. No. Wow, that's even cooler. I'm pretty sure we don't have assigned seats. Oh, we have assigned section. Yo, and look, you can hear that chanting? Yeah, I know. <laughs> Jesus. Ah! <laughs> it's all of a sudden. The real. Hey, I'm Jacob. And I'm Alden. And we're both teachers at a Canadian school in China. And we're searching for answers. But poorly. So that makes us real human beings. This is our podcast where we talk about random stuff like uh, movies, TV shows, music, life in China, teaching, politics, sports, pretty much whatever we're interested in. Uh, so what's on the schedule today? Uh, today we're going to be talking about the movie The Foreigner, which uh, we all went and saw in the theaters in China. Oh, uh, we two weeks, yeah, which was pretty much right on release. We just this last weekend actually went out to go see all three human beings here. Uh, went out to go see a uh, soccer game. We had the privilege of seeing a soccer game. We had the privilege of seeing yeah. a soccer game. True. Okay, yeah. that's what a good we're game saying. too. Yeah. It was a good, good game. game too. Ladies and gentlemen, Beans and Bobs, welcome back to the show here. Beans uh, and Bobs. We just, we just started, so I guess they're not welcoming you back from, welcoming back from the other time. Uh, what are we talking about today? Well, today's a special episode because we have a guest again. I don't, I don't know if it's that big of a... <laughs> I think it's important to acknowledge people, Jacob. Who okay. do we have with us today? Hi. <laughs> it's me again. It's just a weird thing, because, like, we didn't acknowledge it in Unshelling the Ghost. No. And then shows up halfway through the last Well, we don't have to acknowledge it. We don't have to use that I just, one. Fine, we can just... I'm just, like... Relaxed. Today we're going to be... I'm just... Like, I just background hmm? furniture. Yeah. Yeah, well, I mean... Like a, like a comfortable chair. You are, like... That the... wants you to wash your dishes. <laughs> <laughs> Have you washed your dishes yet? Look, the um, ones on the drying rack are clean. All right. <laughs> I'll take your word for it. You can um, look. Do you want to go look? Nope. Here, I'll go Dude. grab one for you. Dude, Dude it's stop. Really like, why do you have to do this? It's oh, about honor. God. No, it's not. It's about you being a pedantic asshole. No, I'm just, see? I'm feel, happy for that. I feel, I feel guilty about the... I feel shitty. You no, you shouldn't. It's your house. I just visit. It's our house, and you're just living in it. Yeah, that's right. <laughs> well, you are technically our like our only real human being besides Julie. Yeah, that's so. true. Real human being number one, champ. So far, you're yeah. in the you're in the running for real human being of the year. Realist human being. I think she already is realist human being. She was our first subscriber. That's, that's, I try, you guys. That's deep commitment. I try. <laughs> that's deep commitment. Everyone's already inside. Bye, Dad. An explosion rocks the city today. 20,000 pounds for the names of the bombers. That's not how we do things here. 
Hello. Mr. Hennessy, he's here again. That's five days in a row now. What does he want? His daughter was killed in the bombing. Mr. Hennessy, please find out the names of the bombers. I work for the government, not terrorists. You used to work for them. I don't know who the bombers are. I don't believe in you. It's him. You would tell me the names of the bombers. The kill me on Tuesday. He's trained. Yeah, for once, Alden's gonna be the dude yes. who has all the research. <laughs> so <laughs> that's a that's a switch. Uh, the movie The Foreigner uh, it catalogs the revenge story of a sixty-year-old restaurant owner played by Jackie Chan after his daughter is killed in a bombing by the IRA in London. That's set around twenty now. Um, twenty. <laughs> and then it also stars Pierce Brosnan, who's sort of this moderate reformed. Uh, I'm not sure if he's the prime minister or if he's just like the, like the delegate of the Irish Northern Ireland yeah. thing. To, uh, to the British government. To the British government. So he's like beholden. Cabinet minister, did they call him? Something yeah, like something that? like that. Yeah. Wow, that was like surprisingly like a cogent and uh, yeah. well good good synopsis for yeah. Alden. Yeah, I know. I wasn't I, expecting I, that. Yeah. Um. Uh, the movie, the movie was very. The movie, I mean, like we can get into the reviews in a bit, but I figured I'd just lay out some facts for you guys and just see how you react. Go ahead. All right. So it was directed by a man named Martin Campbell, uh-huh. so he's also directed Goldeneye, yeah. cool. Casino Royale, the first one or the, the... two thousand six. Okay. Both Zorros, and last but not least, The Green Lantern. Oh Terrible god! Movie. Oh yeah. god! <laughs> yeah, like, so he's got a he's got a real run, it seems, in terms of quality. Because I really enjoyed Casino Royale, Royale, Royale. Mm. and I enjoyed Goldeneye, and I enjoyed the first Zorro. The second one was honestly out of all those, I've only ever seen Green Lantern. So. Really, you haven't, you seen, haven't Go- seen Casino Royale no. or Goldeneye? No, God, hmm. no, or the Mummy. Jeez. We need to rethink this all. Yeah. Alden. Being friends yeah. with him. Uh, no. Americans, man. I've had doubts. Um, so one thing that I, I that I found out, uh, it was released in China on the thirtieth of, of September, but in the U.S. it was actually released later. So instead of a reversal of what's usually happening, uh, it was released in on October thirteenth in the U.S. Um, so and we got it. We got it early. Yeah, we got it early, which is unusual. Um, and there's a reason for that. We'll get into it in a moment. Uh, it's based off a 1992 novel known as The Chinaman. Oh, The God. Chinaman. Uh, yeah. And they use that, by the way, heads up, they use that word a lot in the movie. So mm-hmm. we're going to have to address that. Written by um, Stephen Leather or Lantier or Lent, Lent something. I can't remember. Leather. Yeah, Leather. Um, <laughs> and uh, he, he was a uh. news reporter. At the uh, Times or whatever in London. And this was right at the height of the IRA bombing. Mm-hmm. So he wrote it instead of response to that. Instead of of the Times. Okay. Um, it cost $35 million and made $101 million in the box office. So it did turn a profit. Um, reviews from various sites polled seem to say that the film itself was a cliché. But it was nice to see Pierce Brosnan and Jackie Chan do a non-typecast role. So they were doing something that was very different. Jackie Chan, obviously known for his physical comedy and um, sort of wacky faces. He was playing quite a somber and serious character in this. Pierce mm-hmm. Brosnan's a little bit more sort of grizzled and haggard and a little bit more, uh, I don't know, mm-hmm. like experienced, kind of. Yeah. Um, and this is the part that I found really interesting. I 
really liked the music in it. I thought it was a very sort of interesting choice, a lot of the choices they made. And it was the soundtrack was made by Cliff Martinez, who did Drive, hmm. who was also a very sort of like subtle, tense track, like the tick of the clock. See, I did not. Like, you said this on Ghost in the Shell as mm-hmm. well, but it seemed just like typical... Yeah, but is movie. it typical because it's was popularized by Drive? That's the thing that I was thinking. No, because like Drive is really specific. It's it works so much better. I don't know. Maybe you should like maybe like side by side the soundtrack yeah. of Drive and then the soundtrack the of, of the, the Foreigner. Foreigner. Yeah. But honestly, I wasn't really super impressed. I was. I liked it. That was that was a the positive for me. Um, there's that scene too. The explosion that happens on the bus. There's the bus that drives across mm. the street. Um, that caused huge panic in London because they didn't tell anybody oh, <laughs> before geez. they did it. So, like, the bridge they did it on was closed off, but then, like, on the, in the shot, you can see down to, like, um, like Westminster and, like, yeah. the other bridges, oh, and they thought it was, like, an actual bomb. Yeah, so it caused a lot of panic. So it was filmed in... Yeah, it was filmed on location. London, yeah, it was okay. all filmed in, in the UK. In, yeah, okay. The production companies are... Uh, I'm going to, you know, get these names wrong. Uh, Hwao... Uh, Huey Yi Brothers Media Group, and then Wanda Pictures, right. Sparkle Roll Wanda, Media, Wanda. Yeah, Wanda, and uh, the Fizz Facility. So all the production companies are based in China. Yeah. I'm pretty sure Sparkle, whatever that Sparkle mm. one is, that's Jackie's. Yeah. That's mm. his, yeah. So all, like four, all four of the production <laughs> companies. <laughs> yeah. That's what I would pick, yeah. too, for my Sparkle? company production. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> movie production. Sparkle Unicorn. Sparkle. Yeah. Is that that's really it? <laughs> no. I wish that was really but all four are the production companies, and it was released. It was distributed in the U.S. by STX Films, which is just another so sort of subsidiary company. Company. Um, so sort of, I don't know. What do you guys think? Like this, I have a certain opinion towards this information. Um, anything like stand out to you as as being particularly odd or interesting about the movie? Yeah. I mean, the whole thing was kind of. The whole plot was kind of weird. Yeah, the plot was very weird. <laughs> what, what, what was weird about the plot? <laughs> well, what are just, you talking about? Like, there was the whole thing, like, where they're talking about... I don't even remember his character name. That's how much... This is singing. Jackie? Yeah, yeah, Jackie's. Quan. 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 Okay, so Quan... I don't remember Pierce Brosnan's character in the... Yeah. Oh, yeah. Hawthorne which war? Vietnam. I think it was it Vietnam. Was Vietnam right? Yeah, but he fought for so the that's U.S. What I was say. That's yeah. the part I don't fought get. Fought for the U.S. Yeah. Settles in the U.K. Yeah. And now his... we're talking about the resurgent IRA. Yeah. yeah his family was killed by on. what? Pirates. Thai pirates. pirates. Yeah. yeah. Um, the whole thing. So in the book. Yeah. What is he doing in in yeah. what is he doing in Ireland or the yeah, U.K. How do, in how general? Yeah. How do you make that move from U.S. Army? Well, that's, that's it British didn't seem citizen? like a natural. It didn't, no. Yeah, he's a, and he says he says it. He's like, I'm a British citizen. Yeah, yeah, yeah. 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 It's a, it's it is an it is an odd movie. There's a lot of conflicting things. Uh, the one thing there's like two things that I noted. One, it because of just like the production background and sort of how it's set up, it really feels like China's attempt to make a born identity movie for an a foreign audience. Uh-huh. That's sort of where I'm coming from. Or like like a taken. Well, yeah. Or a taken S. Yeah. I mean that that's what um, because they want that, to they don't want to import movies they want to export movies. That's what the Great Wall. Yeah. That's what the Great Wall was, which makes a lot more yeah, sense. Yeah, they're shipping now. it out brick by brick, and it's just that's you know, that that's that's what makes more a lot more sense. The fact that they would um, hire somebody like Matt Damon to, it's their attempt to be like, he's a guy you guys yeah. like, right? Yeah, yeah. Um, 
and, and, and now, it's, now it's their attempt to ship now him, which uh, didn't work name? at all. Um, Orlando I don't, Bloom. Yeah, yeah, oh, yeah, yeah, oh yeah, 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 there's another movie with Orlando Bloom. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Who, That's true. What has he done? Yeah, um, I would totally want to see that. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> it's probably just as yeah. wonderful as this one. Have, have you? Sorry, um, have you talked about your kids about? Blah, have you talked to your kids about this movie? No. Like your, they were. It's interesting. You should ask them about it. Yeah. Um, what, what I told you, my kids yeah. that I went and saw it. Yeah. They were like, "Oh, Jackie Chan, Miss, he's the best." Over two hundred movies. Did you know? And just yeah. going on about how great Jackie Chan yeah. is. So I mean. Yeah. They were, they were really excited about it. And I, Did that's, they watch it? Some of them had seen it. Some uh, of them were planning on seeing it, but that was right okay. after we saw it, yeah. so I haven't checked back in. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I should ask. Yeah, that's a good idea. I asked my friend in Ireland if uh, she had heard anything about this and <laughs> said no. So. Yeah. About the movie? I have no idea. It's an, it's an odd mix of a thing, and like a lot of the characterization is weird. Like Quan has this habit of sealing dogs for like no reason. So weird. <laughs> okay, at the at the very end of the movie, he's just murdered all the, the only murders he actually every other time he is like He's just injuring people. Yeah, he's just basically he he, he he's he's watching the news because his daughter's died and he's all bummed out. He's watching the news and he sees Pierce Brosnan's character talking about the IRA. And then he's like, that guy, that guy knows something. And then just proceeds to, like, terrorize this dude. Well, and they didn't, and he, then it's well, not even clear. Here's the other thing. They didn't even call it the IRA. It's the UDI. No, but they do use IRA in the film because the original... Or no, they do. They, oh. say, they call it the UDI. I wonder if that's something that... Ooh. See, I was pulling a lot of these... Because I was rereading a plot synopsis on Wikipedia from, to refresh from, it. Uh, yeah. And they say authentic IRA in on the Wikipedia article. But yeah. you're right because they say UDI. They say UDI throughout all the film. Yeah. And I, 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 I kept on thinking I wonder myself, if it's like, like a something regional thing. Like there? they changed it for China. Um, and then when they released it in America, they kept IRA. But that so, wouldn't make sense. Or so that I, is like too inflammatory, so yeah. they changed it. Yeah. So Like I was in Northern Ireland this yeah, and that's summer not something. and it's still like a pretty <laughs> yeah, well, you wouldn't sensitive wanna, thing. Yeah. 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 Like, and that's yeah. the weird thing is why would you release a movie yeah like this at very this complicated time. movie too yes so so Quan sticks his nose in this like pierce brosnan who's like mixed up in like all this other terrorist yeah. activity and stuff it's and the movie pretty much plays out in my mind of like uh, <laughs> you know he'll never he'll never find us here yeah. oh no he found us here <laughs> Ah, we'll move over here where he'll never find us. Oh no, he found and just repeat. He's an old man running circles around a lot of us. He's ahead of us every step of the way. So he, at the end of the movie, though, he finally finds the guys who are responsible for killing his uh, his daughter, and he kills them. Yeah, he kills them. Yeah, those are the only murders that he actually causes. But there's the landlady has a dog with her, and then he's featured on the bus, and he's or he's waiting at the bus station with the dog. With the dog, I don't know what the implication. And then being he that leaves he the dog. And then he leaves the dog. And then he leaves the, the dog at the bus, at the bus station. Maybe that was cut I from like. I was going to say. Go for it. Go no, for it. No, 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 you go. You finish the dog thought. Mine oh. diverges. Maybe, maybe well, that was something that was cut. Okay, and the part. other dog part is there's a one thing where he sneaks up on Pierce Brosnan's character, and uh, you think, you the think dog that the dog died, and that's like filmmaking 101. Like yeah. if you kill, kill a dog, dog, if you but kill then he a says dog, the dog's just asleep. Yeah, the dog's just asleep, and you see him in the next thing, and he's like walking around and he's fine. But like, yeah. why even bother yeah. doing that in the first place? Why not just not feature the dog? Maybe yeah. the dog's outside having a snack. Yeah. Like in general, I had a lot more sympathy for Pierce Brosnan's oh, character no, than yeah. I did for Quan because <laughs> I don't know. My thing at the very end of the movie, yeah. Quan reunites with his 
the lady co-worker, friend. yeah, whatever. Lady I thought it was co-worker, because he's 61. There's no way that they're... I don't know, she didn't look super, super young, did she? Yeah, and she was like, she had like gray hair going and on. And she did the little like corner mouth kiss. Right? Yeah, that's, yeah, cl- that's, like, that's close, you know. I feel then... like it's more like a, 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 okay, 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 a, a niece or yes, something okay. like that. And that's just me. people here are more affectionate, fair, point, mm-hmm. taken. Yeah. But, yes. um, and then they have... the. Jackie Chan and like sniper sights and they're like oh no oh right we're gonna let him go we don't want to wake the, the dragon. dragon like the dragon <laughs> if you shoot the dragon in the head he's probably not he's gonna yeah. get woken up yeah, yeah. you can kill him yeah. probably, you're not gonna miss the shot that you have right now yeah he's probably yeah. not coming back from that one yeah so that little bit at the end was like uh I felt like that was I felt like that was pandering to China because again I'm coming out from a very like geopolitical like weird thing but the one thing I want to say about this film is I that just don't get how it's my to all of my China. my protect because the, they refer to China as the dragon the sleeping dragon of the east and you wake the dragon blah blah, blah. <laughs> anyway Pierce Brosnan is the real hero of this film because mm. if you think about the film You're it's not Quan whatever protagonist it's not Quan it's not Quan's story it's he doesn't, yeah, you're Pierce right. Brosnan who's dealing with all this yeah, complicated that's stuff why and I'm then saying, ever so often Quan shows yeah. up and fucks with that, this shit that's why <laughs> this movie is like is like uh, um, a meat and potatoes stew that also has like a creme brulee that comes with it like it's just like okay I get this thing about yeah. you know the IRA and you the could UDI remove Quan and, and it would be a good film yeah you well <laughs> I mean or at least it would make more sense it's like Jackie Chan is just added in with no real reason kind of like mishmash, he just kind of yeah. yeah it's a mishmash but was the book a and, mishmash well and, and here's the other thing is just regardless of that they could have done a better job at it because like I thought the pacing was all off we spent so long with Pierce Brosnan mm. and then we would like switch back to Quan and we spent so long with him like yeah. switch it up more yeah it was just boring yeah yeah anyways yeah I was I was gonna uh, you had some more points um, yeah, it's more because I wrote down a ton of like things. You got a lot of notes there. Over here. Yeah. Um, so the well, Amanda, you you kind of mouthed it at one point, but yeah, you're like uh, Pierce Brosnan did have his wife killed. I forgot yeah. about that. Yeah. Like Pierce Brosnan is having an affair, but his wife is also having an affair with, with his nephew. Yeah. Um, but Pierce Brosnan, the person he's having an affair with, yeah. is actually an evil person. She's actually a spy. Uh, yeah. Yeah, and then there's a random scene in when they finally catch the spy, and they're like, they have this weird thing where he, where she's like, I'll never talk, and he's like, you will when I do this, and he's yeah. like a random dude who we've never seen before, yeah. who's like one of the S- 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 or yeah. something. It was weird. And, yeah. Like, why weird. even bother throwing that in there? Yeah. Mm. I, I mean, there's just so many like throughout this whole entire. There's movie, a lot there of weird stuff. Mm. So. Um. Uh. And 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 um, the the last thing that I wanted to say, which goes along with this, and I think the biggest point of this is like it's a creme brulee, but also you have um, I don't know, like a a a, a V eight smoothie mm. because there's a news reporter who is shown at the very beginning who I was kind of into because he's a little chubby, he's a little like he seems like he's gonna be like yeah. out of his element and like you know have some sort of funny wacky yeah. thing. I don't know. I like those type of people. Yeah. He shows up just there to be like the courier for the bomb, the guy who they're gonna pin the, the patsy, bomb on, yeah. the patsy, and then he doesn't even get killed or anything. Yeah. Like the police come, they're like, "Are you this guy?" And he's like, "Yeah." And they're like, "Give us your computer," and then they throw the computer out of the the yeah. airport, and then it explodes, and he's like, "Oh, cool." Yeah. I guess I didn't. Die. Accidentally kill a bunch of people yeah. at an airport. <sighs> Airplane. Same difference. Yeah. 
The other thing, uh, Jackie's leaf blanket. Oh yeah. I wrote that down. Yeah. You guys remember yeah. that scene? Yeah, where he like trips <laughs> oh, the guy, yeah. trips the guy, the guy. Oh, he, yeah. he has these like Rambo style traps, and then he just <laughs> pops like out of nowhere with a leaf blanket, and then we all burst out laughing. <laughs> so, it's just so weird looking. The weird like. I don't know, Mr. Miyagi training scene where he's training for oh, one yeah. day. He's like moving the car. car. He's like, the door is pushing. Yeah, so he like goes wax out to on, the, wax off. Yeah, so he, he goes out to the mountains or the like hills of Ireland to go yeah. track down he's the Pierce Brosnan. And he's got a fan and he just starts, yeah, training with it. Yeah. Um, but only for, for like one a, day. For like and, two scenes. And, and he's instantly fit enough to. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, and that's the thing the is forest. is one of the things that I agree with. I watched a, a, or I, I I read a I read a review myself of it, and I think that I honestly Jackie didn't do like the action was not great here. I know mm. he was like, I think he was really playing up the fact that like oh I'm so old. He's like tottering all over yeah. the place, but um, it just didn't look that great to yeah. me. Like it was just kind of like whatever. I, I thought the the Jason Bourne stuff that they did keep. I I don't think it played to Jackie's strengths. No. Like, there's that there's that video that um, but has how been do... going around the internet that talks about, like, how to do action comedy. Mm-hmm. And even just beyond that, just how to do action in general. And that favors, like, wide shots where you can see all of the stuff happening and Jackie really likes doing that. But, like, American films usually go, like, close up because a lot of the actors can't handle that. And I don't think... I don't think... I think it did less than that than normal, though, personally. For sure, me, it, it wasn't. Did, it it didn't, wasn't straight up like Jason Bourne levels, yeah. like that. It was fairly that literally steady. that that did like the whole entire thing. Mm. But I didn't. Uh, I thought there was a lot of handheld. Mm. Uh, maybe it it held a long time with the handheld, but I, I just it didn't it didn't seem graceful to me. It didn't mm. seem that. I don't know. I didn't like it that much. Mm-hmm. Um, but is that because it's Jackie Chan, or is it just because it's about that's action that you don't like? That's action that I don't like. Mm. I mean, Jackie's made plenty of movies that are American style and don't work very well because they're not shot the way that so it's just the shot thing to that yeah but i mean at the same time like the parts when jackie isn't doing the the mm. action when he's just being an old man like even that is kind of like i think he's trying too hard like oh, reaching he, over and like yeah. you know like in liver spots well, he on his head well he is old though so that's the thing like he's not he's I not like they, they like, they like <laughs> he's not a young he's not a young guy how old is jackie 60 something yeah he's not he's Oh. He's no spring chicken. Yeah, exactly. He's, the, he's, <laughs> the other, the other thing. Also, he's broken like every single bone in his body. Yeah. So I sometimes I wonder, like, when he moves, like he might, you know, like. <laughs> the the other thing um, that I wanted to say, I feel like there's a weird pro like Patriot Act, pro like surveillance state message going on here because they they referred to this thing called Raptor, which I had no idea about, but it was kind of like the Dark Knight where he. Mm uses everyone's cell phones to mm. come look at that and like they all had like surveillance on like literally the whole entire apartment that yeah. they were searching and i feel like that was like strangely like pro surveillance state like nah, this was, is keeping was... us safe you know from terrorists and stuff that part didn't, didn't stop from kwan killing that's true <laughs> it, it didn't, didn't stop, stop him that well that's true um, um just on the subject of two things one i think we should address the chinaman term like how they quite liberally use this Fairly racist uh, statement. Uh, I did a bit of background research on the Chinaman because they call they call Quan the Chinaman mm-hmm. throughout the movie, mm-hmm. and I was like, okay, is that just a UK thing? Like, is it still okay to call them in, that in UK? Like, I feel I don't feel okay saying it personally. Mm-hmm. I looked it up online, and um, it was often seen as 
like the response to like the white man, the mm-hmm. black man, like where it's just a non-derogatory identifier. Mm-hmm. And in the 1850s and 60s, when there was a lot of Chinese immigration to the U.S., there were attempts by various groups to make the term acceptable. Mm-hmm. And now it's listed by the Webster's Dictionary as being an, an archaic racism, basically, like mm-hmm. old-timey racism. Um, it was just very weird when they first said it in the movie. I remember we all looked at each other kind of going like, did they just say that like yeah what what are they is that okay like what what i didn't realize i wonder what it translated to in the chinese subtitles yeah that's an interesting question too to say chinese person yeah yeah china man maybe it's just china so maybe that's like what you actually would call it yeah i don't know it's Um, it's an odd one Hmm. so two more things and then then i'll stop um the one effective scene, the, the one, the one place where the IMAX or mm. the 3D came mm. in, like, is where he's fighting with the nephew, mm. the ranger, mm. and uh, he's got two sticks, and the nephew has a knife, mm. and he like catches it and he flings it, and yeah. it flings towards the camera. Yeah. That's the one time that made me flinch. Mm-hmm. It was like, oh my god, it's coming right at me. Yeah. Um, 3D usually doesn't do that much. Yeah. Like, it, it, there's maybe like one scene. point for that. Yeah. yeah that's it. Um, the other thing is. Um, I forgot about, like, uh, I guess spoiler alert, but who really cares? Um, Pierce Brosnan character at the end, um, Jackie gets his revenge, quote-unquote, yeah. even though, again, like, I feel like Pierce Brosnan didn't really Again, uh, Pierce Brosnan was largely, uh, largely, yeah. largely innocent here, I think. Uh, yeah. I think there's, <laughs> but anyways, so, so he goes, he sneaks in, because of course he does, uh, and he, like, he forces Pierce Brosnan to post pictures of himself with his mistress yeah. online. Yeah. But like part of that is a little bit hollow because he already killed his own wife and like the mistress he, is dead. Yeah. Like 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 he yeah. Killed, the wife was at the very end, wasn't it? The wife was yeah. at the very, very end of the movie. I guess I don't know. It just seemed Probably like the nephew. Yeah, yeah. It just seemed like not that like Oh no! Yeah, I okay. I was I was cheating on. My I feel wife like the movie the wanted us to care more about these characters yeah, than we did. Really, we 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 didn't. It's classic classic show. Don't tell. Yeah. Although I think they attempt that with uh, making making Jackie's character yeah. like yeah. sympathetic with the fact that he had dead mm. daughters. The other thing it I want to work out well though. The other thing I want to talk briefly about. It's also sort of end off on it. It's unclear where. Quan is from because if you look at his name in the book, it's uh, N G O C. Right. So it's yeah, a yeah. Vietnamese mm. or at least yeah. Thai or like sort of Southeast mm-hmm. style. They name. just call him Chinaman. They just call him the Chinaman because they're <laughs> racist. And he's the he's Viet Cong trained in the book. He's Viet Cong trained, so he fights for the Viet Cong, uh-huh. so the North. Then he's captured and he fights for the Americans and he's trained by the Americans. But he's not part of the American. He's like an auxiliary to the American Army. And then uh, that's why he ends up in the UK because he's not from the US and he's not part of. He's just like seems unnecessary. I know complicated, it's, it's weird, you know? It's, but it yeah. explains why he's got super ninja powers because he's trained by both the North and the South. Huh. Yeah. Dang. That's why he does those like twingy. Yeah, dang. dang. <laughs> <laughs> um, you know, I, 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 I thought the movie. I'm gonna give my review now. Yeah, yeah. Go ahead. Uh, a, your your overall score. Like a six. Like a flat six. Ooh. Yeah. Wow. Yeah. All right. Like just a flat. Like it passed. Okay. It I was passed. gonna say six too. It You're passed. gonna say six too. Yeah. I really like. So the, okay, there's. I just really like Jackie Chan. Can I justify? Yeah. Can I go justify? ahead. Go ahead. I like the soundtrack. Mm-hmm. I think the soundtrack was a very strong point. 
I think some of the stark visuals worked really well. It was a very stark film. The light was very neutral. There wasn't a lot of harsh lighting. It was a very natural lit film, which I always like. Sort of remind me of Denis Villeneuve, sort of like just let's use the natural light here and show a shot. Um, there were a couple attempts to be dynamic. Uh, the characters, although we didn't care about attempts. them. Attempts. <laughs> And I think it's better to attempt something than to just go for the safe choice. Uh, some of the fights did work well. Um, I like the one where he spins out the window and slides on the flagpole. I thought that was interesting because it's a steady it's shot. Like, nah. He pulls out. Like it. it pulls up and it's a steady shot. It's not a shaky shot. It, when he comes out that thing and he slides on the flagpole, it's, it's this weird so, swoop. It's, so, it's like a it's swoop. It's so up. short. It's so short. What's even the point? Well, then what's even the point of anything? You can, it's point, the point was to get him outside the thing and to slide down the flagpole. You can't just... like that, that shot where it swoops up, it was just, it was very quick. Then why not, why, why do a flat steady shot? Again, I just would have liked to see it more like Jackie's old movies. Yeah, but it's not Jackie's old movies. That's the point I'm trying to make. It's Jackie doing not Jackie. So to say that it's not Jackie would be to imply that because you see Jackie, you need to see him in a Jackie-like thing, which he's not I don't think it plays to his strengths. I don't think it looks good. That's Mm. my opinion. That's what I'm saying. Fair, fair I, enough. That's <laughs> yeah, but I mean, just you know, let me finish my review without tearing into it before we get to the end. All right, <laughs> that's I just sort scoffed. of what I'm getting. I at. just scoffed. Yeah, but well, then whatever. So this the filming is inventive. Amanda's like, should I go? <laughs> this is like, awkward. Tiptoe. <laughs> <laughs> Tiptoe. Like no. moonwalk. Uh, <laughs> and I like Pierce Brosnan. You know, I think he did a pretty good job. Mm. That's it. You go, James Bond. Six, Amanda. I gave it a six, too, in my head. Yeah. Yep, true story. Yeah. <laughs> um, I don't know, but I feel like after talking about it, I almost... Well, I, like, I've been at a steady six since we came out of the theater, but now that we've been talking about it, the more I think about it, the better I'm like, like a five. a six. But, see, my thing was just, Jackie Chan is super old now, and he's yeah. just like, you want to know what? I've made 200 movies, and I have an Oscar, <laughs> so you know what? I can do what I want. I mean, yeah, good for him. Yeah. yeah. Jackie Chan, yeah, Jackie Chan's dope. Um, And I was, like, I didn't find it thrilling. It wasn't, but I was entertained, you know, Mm. while we were watching it. I never felt bored in the theater. Yeah, that's the thing. Yeah, it's fine. So, six. Leo, Leo, Leo. Leo, Leo. Well, I'm going to not make it Leo, 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 because I'm going to give it a three. Yeah. A four for me would be like it almost passed, mm. but to me it doesn't. It's There's still he's far too shifted, much He's finally shifted there. around to Canadian grading. Um, well, you know, I'm just having it in my head. It did not pass for me. I don't think it was even really close to passing. Unlike you guys, I didn't find the action really that great, and I didn't find the... I was bored in long stretches of it. I, the things I... The positives I did like, don't think that I didn't not like all of it. I really liked... Uh, a lot of the stuff that Pierce Brosnan had to go with because he's kind of a morally conflicted character as to makes hard choices. Whereas Quan is kind of just like he can do whatever he wants. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And like that's that works for like John Wick, mm-hmm. where he's been set up as like a, Yeah, that, that was actually one of the big things is I was comparing this this movie to John Wick in a lot of ways, and I don't exactly know why the one works and this one doesn't? I guess because they killed his dog as opposed to his daughter. Like, do I care they, more they, about a dog than a daughter? They spend more time saying up. John Wick is a scary man. You should be scared of him. Where in this one, it's who the fuck well, is this guy? Yeah, and and it's like it's like <laughs> why his, did he his, put his a character is like tiny bomb in my office. Yeah, that's <laughs> yeah, true. He blew his, my bathroom. He didn't. <laughs> his character is like is like the the backstory is introduced like halfway through the film. Yeah. Um, so. 
I'm yeah. It's shoved in there, too. It's just yeah. shoved like in it there. It wasn't carefully thought out. So, like, Pierce Brosnan, like, I, I, I at least liked the fact that he had oh. interesting, uh, complex things to deal with. I will agree with this one uh, thing that I that I read, that he basically does do the, James, uh, the Jason Bourne thing where he gets a bunch of guys in a boardroom and yells at them that they're not doing their job right throughout the whole entire movie. Mm. Um, but you have something else? Yeah, I was just going to say, so the thing that we were just saying about Quan, mm-hmm. I'm like, who's this old, old man who yeah. owns a restaurant yeah. coming after us? But they set Pierce Brosnan up as like this big, scary guy oh, yeah. from the days <laughs> of the Troubles. You yeah. know what I mean? Yeah. Somebody yeah. that was to be feared. And, yeah. like, He's the butcher. Ruled, the butcher or something. Right. I forget yeah, the, the that's name right. Is, but, so, yeah. And then he is him and all his liter- literally 100 men who he brings to protect him at this farmhouse all get their butts whooped yeah. by this 60-year-old. He, he never gets to... That's the thing. Poor Pierce Brosnan. He never gets to be a badass in this movie. He pretty much just tells well, everybody else to guy. do stuff. He shoots the one guy. Yeah. See, that was the one scene that I actually really liked. Mm. And I liked the shot in it because it was a very slow zoom on these two guys having a very intense conversation. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I thought that was interesting. Yeah. But nothing else really came close to that for me. Mm. Now, I'm giving it a three, but I'm also saying still go watch it. Like I'm saying mm. still I still recommend watching it. Yeah, it's because not a it, don't observe. Well, because because it's, it's such not a, a grown ups. It's yeah. It's such a it's such a weird like mixture of failing elements to me that I think it's interesting just on by virtue of that. Um, so yeah, that's where I come down on it. Mm. Sorry about being mean to you all though. It's okay. Did you make up? You made a smooch. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> Alright. Well, that's... We can, we can stop here. The first save. part in the bag and yeah, now so. we're going to come back with some football. Foot, football. Fu 刀同路切腹变得更重重很失重 Hey everybody, your friend Jake checking in here. Thanks for coming back for another episode. If this is your first time, if you just saw the movie The Foreigner and you're a Jackie Chan fan joining us for the first time, 
then welcome. I hope you stick around. The music in this break is a Chinese song called Ordinary People, sung by none other than Jackie Chan himself, along with a female singer who I totally forgot the name of, so I apologize about that. Uh, specifics will be in the end notes. To begin with, I think apologies are in order to Amanda. She walked in and immediately one person said that she didn't matter and the other person was trying desperately to defend their life choices to her. That's not your problem, Amanda. You're fine. You're great. You're wonderful. You are a valued member of the human Bing nation and our dishes were actually dirty. So you're right about that. Sincerest apologies. I hope you can forgive us, Amanda. For this break, I wanted to settle an argument. We were talking about the music in this film and the fact that Cliff Martinez did the music for both Drive and this movie. And I like Drive a whole lot more than The Foreigner. And I also think the music in Drive is much more interesting than it was in The Foreigner. That might be because of the selected uh, artist music as opposed to the originally uh, composed music for Drive. For some reason, I still have it in my mind that Drive is better. So I found two different songs, one from Drive, one from The Foreigner, and what I'd like to do now is play a clip from each. Now I will not say which one is from which. Some big Drive fans, some big Foreigner fans might know, but uh, I'm not going to tell you. I'm not going to tell you which one. After you listen to each clip, what I'd like you to do, go on our social media, go on our Instagram, go on our Twitter, go on our actual website, realhumanbeings.com. We're going to have polls up there. What I want you guys to do is to vote which one do you think is better. The next episode, I will reveal which one was Drive and which one was The Foreigner. And we will see which movie truly had better music. Decided by you, real human beings. So here's the first music sample. the second music sample.
Alright guys, that's it for this section. Remember to vote on which one you liked better. Now we're going to be throwing to a real human being field trip, which Amanda Alden and I took to the soccer stadium to look at some football or soccer depending on which one you like better. we also joined by a real human being, Stephen Vardy. Uh, shout out to him, very helpful. He speaks Chinese. We would not have gotten there or the tickets without him. So thanks for waiting, Stephen. Nothing else to say here, uh, so let's get on with the show. <sighs> what are all, it's weird, because like this whole entire thing is just all stadiums. <sighs> cool, I wonder if there's, I wonder if there's, if there's signs, like you can, it's weird to see the guys like in military uniform standing outside. <sighs> Warm water under 40 degrees Celsius, no chlorine, mid iron and dry cleaning. How the fuck do they do this? <laughs> Look inside there. Oh man, this is gonna be so good. Oh! I just hope they let us in after the game fucking starts. I mean, I assume they do, right? Man, it's so cool. So this is not the last game of the season. No. No. Well, then it's, 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 what? Well, this is, this is the last game that they're gonna play each other. Um, I think. But yeah, no. Let's let's. We should totally go to another one. This is just big because it's Dalian versus Dalian. We already got <sighs> Well, you know, we might not. <laughs> well, I mean, I think we will. He's <laughs> just like, fuck you guys, and going in. <laughs> Takes all four seats. <laughs> spreads out. It spreads out, fuck you. All right, here's B. Oh, here's B. That's We're weird. Up. Okay, that doesn't make sense. What do I have this fabric out here? You know, for, for seats. Where is he? Fuck, I made it. So ready! We I'm pumped! It. God, sorry. <laughs> Thanks for waiting. <laughs> yeah. We did, guys. Yeah. So, Thank you. I'm so ready for this. Oh, man. Dude, look at that. Those jerseys are even cooler. They're transcendent, man. Oh, is it, what? I got, I got these ones. I got these ones. Oh yeah, I was gonna say that's a that one. You don't like that? I like I like those, those ones. Yeah. No, I'm like get one. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Can, can I? I kind of want one too. Liusha is. Uh, this is uh, this is Sancha. Sancha. <laughs> I kind of like the. I like these ones. Oh, Arsha. Oh, these ones. You want to know what I heard though? I heard you can you cannot shower for 13 hours. I was like, I haven't showered for like 74 hours at least. So wait, you what? What? She when thought... he said that, he was like, you. What did I say? You you, you don't can, you cannot shower for 13, for 13 hours? hours. I was like, like, that's a normal day. <laughs> I sleep for that long sometimes. <laughs> Oh, you wake up in your shower and go back to sleep. <laughs> oh, boy. Oh, boy. <laughs> All right. Well, um, welcome back or welcome forward, uh, I guess. That's the opposite of back. Mm -hmm. uh, we're, we're here and 
Live from the Dalian Studios of... <laughs> Live from Garmin Arnar, a piece of toast. Um, so anyways, yeah, we, we, um, we're going to do today is kind of like what we did for golf. Uh, I want to give you guys a little bit of background. And I have, a, I have some other um, information mm-hmm. that I looked up. I did some research. Mm-hmm. There's a lot here, so I'm probably not going to get through all of it. And I don't even want to, or, mm-hmm. but we might come back to it later. Um, it's, it's kind of fascinating again. I don't know why I'm really fascinated by sports, but anyways, uh, again, feel free to hop in and, uh, we're going to give you our reflections on the game that we, uh, did. This is officially a real human beings field trip. Wow. And we've got a treat for you today. Follow me and together we can find a real human being today on Field Trips. Um, all right, so starting off, um, where do you guys think that soccer uh, developed? Where do you guys, where, how long ago do you think soccer? Oh, oh. Uh, give me a guess. Say, like, like, so, like soccer is the game or like the roots of soccer? Yeah, go for it. Yeah, the roots of soccer. That's what I mean to say. Uh, yeah. South America. Okay, South America. You think about how long ago? Mm, don't you judge me. I'm not. Are you uh, are you going back all the way to El Dorado, the uh, the, the, the animated uh, Dreamworks uh, movie, film. which is really great? I that love that is movie. A really good movie. Uh, uh, when when was it invented? South America. <laughs> oh God, I don't know. Um, okay, do, just do, pick do, a like number. Inca, Incans, yes. Aztecs. Let's go Incan. Okay, so like, Incan Empire. All right, uh, I'm gonna guess its what roots are in medieval Europe. In okay. between two villages that derive the three sports of did you already read this rugby, Wikipedia? soccer, and um, you read the Wikipedia Florentine page. football? Okay, you're all wrong. <sighs> this is a this is a podcast about China. What, what did you expect? Of course, it's gonna be China. About the soccer, uh, that's what they claim. Um, it's uh, they, some <laughs> some suggest the history of soccer dates back as far as. Uh, 2500 time. BC. Mm. Uh, I was going to say 1000 BC, but then I was like, no, that's way too early. During this time, so the Greeks, Egyptians, Greeks. and Chinese all appear to have partaken in games involving a ball and feet. The Chinese version of this mm-hmm. is called Xu Chu. I'm not sure if I'm saying that right. Mm. But it literally means to kick a ball with a foot. Mm. Um uh, it it, it uh, comes up in military manuals that go back all the way to the Sin giant dynasty, which I have I, I don't know. Uh, which and then how do you spell it? T T S I N. Sin. 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 And then the Han dynasty is where we have a lot more things, and 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 we have a lot more information about that. It literally means kicking the ball with feet. It's made out of leather and and stuffed. It's the goal is a net with a hole in the middle of it. Mm. It's approximately uh, the hole is approximately thirty to forty centimeters in diameter. It's strung between two bamboo poles and uh, are thirty feet high. Mm. So the idea is you have to kick it all the way up through the hole. That's pretty uh, difficult. Just using your feet. Yeah, pretty pretty yeah yeah. Mm. Um, Low scoring games. (laughs) Probably. Uh, the emperor apparently at one point really, really liked this and uh, demanded that people played it for his birthday. Um, As you do. Yeah. There, there are other uh, <laughs> there are references to other forms being played. Uh, there's uh, different ones. I don't know the rules for them, but uh, keep aside style. 
Uh, Keepy Uppy. Oh, yeah, I like keepy, the name of that. Keepy Uppy. Keepy oh, Uppy. I love Keepy Uppy. Keepy Uppy's great. And then probably the best one, Gladiator Style. It, it did not, it doesn't really have an impact on football as we know today, yeah. or soccer as we know today. I'm just going to use the two terms interchangeably. Yeah. Um, but, I don't know, it's China. Yeah. I figured that would have been a good way to start off. Mm-hmm. Um, just to give a, a little bit of background uh, for the listeners about China, um, the soccer in China, is uh, the, the Chinese Super League uh, was started in 2004 after uh, the rebranding of the other Chinese league, uh-huh. which uh, started in 1994. So it's been around for really only like... 13 years. 23 years. Or 23 years. Yeah, I mean, I mean yeah. it, it, the, yeah. the yeah. Super League, yeah. Um, there are two leagues below it, Chinese League number one, Chinese League number two. Uh, the League One has sixteen teams. League Two has twenty four. Mm-hmm. Um, every the end of every season, two people get demoted, two people get promoted, mm-hmm. uh, and uh, we went to see one of the people who's gonna get promoted. Yeah, Super Leagues. Dalian Yifang. Dalian Yifang, which translates roughly to Dalian One Square. Uh, oh really? Yes, Yifang means one square, and it's the name of a company which supports the team. Which is asked. I was asking. Congress, construction, right? Yeah. 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 Um, and they played against. Just sorry to jump. Yeah, in no, here. keep on going. Uh, yeah. Dalian Transcendence, which is near the bottom of yes. of League so, One. Yeah, they're yeah. not going to be relegated. They're not going to be depromoted. But they're right in the middle. They're right, sort of. Yeah. They're a middling team. So it was Dalian versus Dalian. Uh, it was. That's why it was the big one. That's yeah. why we went because yeah. it's like this is a rivalry, man. Yeah. Uh, in the current meta, um, in the patch, the, current the patch, patch that we have, um, Guangzhou Evergrande uh-huh. is the perennial champions. They've won the last six Ooh. of the of the like since whatever, um, but la- six in a row. So they're like dominating. They're like the Patriots of this version. Um, Dalian itself used to be like a really pretty good soccer place. No. Um, the Dalian Sheed. Uh, I'm not sure if I'm saying that right. Uh, won the championship in 2006, but then they got deregulated mm. they disbanded and now we have these two teams transcendence and yifeng how many people do you think another guess for you guys how many people do you think uh watch how many people weekly attendance rating of Dallas like, of the whole league? whole whole league whole super league. league super league plus one league plus two no leagues? super league sorry of all the super league there are 16 clubs so that means eight games or eight teams no, just eight games. shy just shy of 100 million Okay, just shy of a hundred million. How many do you think? One dollar. <laughs> <laughs> I'm gonna go with. Yeah, I'm gonna go with fifty-six million. Mm-hmm. Okay, we got one million and fifty-six million. I said just under one million. Just under one hundred million. Yeah. Oh, one hundred. Just one hundred million. million. Just under one. Wow. Okay. Uh. Well, <laughs> this is a lot less impressive. I thought you said. Um, it's 57, 50, uh, or 5.7 million. Oh. It's pretty I small. Was, see, okay, yeah. last time I lowballed it when I was guessing how many people were yeah. going to be in the stadium, yeah. I guessed like 2,000 and we yeah. got 16,000. What, what qualifies as a big stadium? It's your stadium. See, well, see, I don't know because my only experience with, well, that's, a, I guess, a lie. I've been to a stadium in Ottawa, but in Halifax, our stadium's not huge. Okay. I don't do you, think. Like... It's going to be bigger than that. Sugar. Um, I think it'll be comparable in size to the Halifax Stadium. Let me do some research. 
That's that's my like, vision of it because like I think it won't be ten thousand, twenty thousand. Like no, I don't think it's that big. Not even that big. Okay, so it's maybe like ten, maybe ten thousand. Sub ten thousand. Yeah. So under ten thousand. Actually brings me brings me to the next the next point that I was gonna make is uh, we made predictions before the before the thing of how many people that were gonna be there. Um, I super lowballed it. Yeah, what did Same you say again? Four hundred. Four hundred. <laughs> Amanda, you were about. I said like two thousand. Two thousand. Two or three thousand. I I predicted that the stadium. I don't know if I gave a how many things there were gonna be. I, I predicted the stadium was uh thirty thirty thousand. I figured lower than that. I think. So I think that the the stadium's gonna be um, very big. I think there's gonna be far fewer people in it than uh, it has capacity for. Give me, give me a number. I think it's gonna be humongous. Like it's gonna be like it's gonna be like thirty, yeah, yeah. Uh, forty thousand people, yeah. and the stadium is gonna be barely. I think it's also gonna have the option. It's I think it's gonna be open outdoor. Yeah. You pictured it lower. Yeah. I said 10,000 people, the stadium, and then I said it would only be quarter full or something. So um, the stadium itself... Well, you were right in the quarter full. <laughs> That's true. That's true, actually. You straight up. Um, the uh, the stadiums uh, range from anywhere from 18,000 to 66,000 yeah. over all of the Super League. Ours was in the in the top. It's in 60, like 6,000. 60,000. 60, Sorry. Yeah. And we had 18,000 attendants. 18,000 attendants, yeah. which actually... Uh, blows the the average um, mm. typical mm. the the typical average when the when Yifang was actually in was around fifteen thousand. Mm. So oh, really? um, yeah, so actually mm. we're doing better. But that's literally like a quarter of mm. the people are there. Um, did it feel like a quarter though to you guys? It felt more for like half. For like half. But I couldn't see the tops. Yeah, that's true. They have like the nosebleeds. It was yeah. really. It, it's I a beautiful stadium. I like the stadium. The stadium looks like a. Collapse. What did you say it looked like? It looked like a collapsed souffle. Yeah, you did. So souffle is usually baked in a in a, in a large <laughs> sort of. He's pot gonna thing. he's gonna explain. And it rises right, but then if it collapses, it sort of flubes over the side, sad. and it looks like the sort of collapsed I like souffle. Like flube. Yeah. Flube. Flube. I like yeah. it. Flubes over the it's side. Better than girth. Yeah. <laughs> Gross. I love mm. making words. Gross. <laughs> um, uh, yeah, what did you guys think of the, like the state, like the inside the stadium? It's clean, it was, very nice. Yeah. The bathrooms are good, which is usually a sign yeah. of quality in China, oh. basically. Yeah, the guys' bathrooms are like about as bad as any other stadium that I've been to, and yeah. that's like I can deal with that. Yeah. That's really good for China. Yeah, yeah for sure. Yeah, uh, the it's a it's a dry stadium, so no drinking. Oh, um, so sad. Which is a little... Uh, Same as the hockey game in Beijing. Yeah, yeah. it seems to be the I case that, yeah. in China that the stadiums are dry. Mm-hmm. Um, heavy military presence, heavy oh, uh, yeah, security. Oh, yeah, that's kind of weird. Heavy military and security presence. Yeah, there was like a guard outside, of, or a police guy outside of like every gate. Yep, mm-hmm. and there was military China. lined up on the track, sort of outside the field. Right, facing. Kinda, yeah, 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 they were like looking... Some of them were looking inward, some of them yeah, were looking yeah. outward. Yeah. Um, yeah, that was a weird part, um, and like the fact that there's a dry that they have a dry stadium and like a much bigger uh, police presence yeah. is interesting. Although I will say the the most that I have uh, context with is the NFL and going to Bills games, and literally every single time somebody gets in a fight because yeah. there's drunk people. So honestly, that might be for the best. Um, there is a there is something to be said towards to the um, I don't know. It's like. Uh, the stadium complex itself, because the stadium isn't located 
on its own. Yeah, it's like point. in a complex with with a bunch of other stadiums, like the hockey arena. That's the, pretty cool. It's. I want to go back there and see. Yeah, there was yeah. there was like a the bowling alley. Yeah. Oh man, if there <laughs> was a bowling alley. <laughs> Every weekend. Yeah. That was the weird part Season though, because tickets. like we were saying when we got out, we had to like flag down a taxi. But outside the arena. Yeah, like, like shouldn't leave. they just have like a bus? Or like a, a a subway stop that goes all the way up there, like wouldn't that yeah. be nice? Yeah, that would be very. That nice. would make more sense. But again, you're, you could transfer. You're trying to make better. sense of something. I know. So uh, to be fair, the subway system in Dalian is very new. Yeah, and yeah, it's that's still true. under construction. That's actually like I, they only have a few stops yeah, built. Yeah. They have lots more station places set up. Okay, but nothing nothing built. runs okay. there. Yet. Um, that's one thing that Dan Fuller was talking about. Unrelated, it might have been in the same place. So I'm just explaining yeah. it again. But um. That when Chinese people go to like New York City or London and see how crappy like the the, the subways are there, they're, they're like, like, "What the heck?" Because because theirs are so new and they look so nice, you know. Yeah. Which I, I never thought about it that way, but it totally mm. makes sense. You would think like yeah. what, <laughs> this advanced. Why is this? Is, yeah. Yeah. Um, so uh, ours was eighteen thousand. You yeah, said eighteen thousand. Um, uh, the American Major League Soccer is uh, the top average is around forty five thousand, mm-hmm. and the bottom is about fifteen thousand. Okay. So um, interesting, which is weird because I didn't think soccer was even that popular. It's in becoming more the popular. US. Yeah, but then David Beckham moved to L.A., and then everybody got excited. Yeah, and then they lost the FIFA World Cup, so now everybody hates soccer. But, I mean, like, they lost their thing about against Trinidad Trinidad or Trinidad, which I'm actually going to get to later. Um, But, like, yeah, I don't know. It just doesn't seem like it should be that popular. Yeah. Is it popular in Canada? Not really. Toronto has a team. Yeah. Vancouver has a team, the Whitecaps. In Montreal too, or no, it's not the White Cup. The Vancouver, it's not the Seattle White Cups. No, it's 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 my it's Vancouver. Yeah, it's Vancouver. Yeah, um, it's Seattle Sooners. That's it. So, like in every sport, the Super League has yearly awards. Mm-hmm. Oh, cute! The Golden Boot was started in two thousand four, and given to the top goal scorer in the league. However, starting in 2011, they also began to give an award to the top Chinese gold ah, scorer as well, because foreigners sweep the golden boot every single year since 2007. Not yeah, surprised. so there's a every rule. There's time. a rule within the Super League, and maybe you can correct me on this, but this is what I heard. I was just about to go to this one. Go to this one then. Uh, rules about foreign players on a team have changed over the years. Mm-hmm. Currently, three foreigners are allowed on the field at any one time. Five are allowed on your roster. Yeah. However, one of those five has to be from the AFC, mm-hmm. which is the Asian League. So they have to be from Korea, from Thailand, mm-hmm. from Malaysia, somewhere. And they are there. not allowed to be the goalkeeper. Yes. that's It's weird for that. Yeah. And and one of the things that I wanted to get into this, because this where it gets even weirder, because I, I went down a rabbit mm-hmm. hole, is the fact that for a while, Hong Kong and Taiwan, which also have their own national teams mm-hmm. uh, on top of China... Uh, were considered foreigners. So mm-hmm. if they played in the Chinese Super League, uh, Hong Kong counted against right. your foreigner Interesting. for a long time. Uh, it changed in 2009, mm. I think. Um, so it's this weird thing of like two systems, one China, but mm-hmm. like not, but they're trying to unite them. So yeah. Uh, to go along with that, I just wanted to go further in this. Uh, you guys remember how upset I got at the NFL last time? Mm-hmm. Well, um, weirdly enough, uh, Hong Kong and China mm-hmm. been going at it for years. Yeah. Uh, as soon as 19, 1985, this was before they even were together, there's a qualifying match in mm-hmm. Beijing. They have a fierce rivalry. 
uh, Hong Kong won, and there was these huge riots that occurred afterwards. Wow. Um, uh, uh, in 2003, which was post-1997 handover, uh, Hong Kong and, Ch- and China were drawn to face each other again. Mm. Uh, and the, the guy at the time, the, the manager, said, uh, this is incredible. How can China play Hong Kong? Hong Kong is China. They're the same country. Right. So there's still this like long like thing of it, right? Yeah. Um, in 2015, pretty recently, um, uh, they were, uh, again, supposed to play each other in the qualifying match. Uh, the Chinese side uh, released a poster that said, This team has players with black skin, yellow skin, and white skin. Best to be on guard against such a multi-layered team. Oh, oh boy. Um, yeah. <laughs> Solid. <laughs> so that's obviously in reference to, like, wow. uh, Hong Kong has a multiracial team. Yeah. Uh, so uh, the Hong Kong players criticized it as racism. Uh, they kind of went back and forth, and it led to Hong Kong and Hong Kong fans uh, booing the national anthem whenever it's played for China. They will boo, they'll give it the middle finger, they'll like turn their back, yeah. um, which is far worse than taking a knee, I guess, yeah. you know, one would say. In and much, this is, in a much more severe country. And yeah. Yes, and, and that's what's crazy about it. In, 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 and it's lasted for up until this point it is still going on as recently as they had a match against Malaysia recently Chinese uh, Hong Kong fans uh, booed them and they were fined for that Um, this year October 1st a new law was introduced which uh, the quote is it prohibits disrespect of the anthem Uh, it bears it prohibits the song's use in commercials or parodies and outlines punishment for people who do not stand with respect and maintain a dignified bearing. If people don't follow that, um, they're subject to 15 days in prison. Boy. And specifically, this is obviously like targeted, trans, trans, mm. you know, like like transparently just against Hong Kong. Yeah. Um, but ironically, Hong Kong is also semi-autonomous. Yeah. And they also have due process, so yeah. you can't technically. This law technically doesn't. Yeah. Doesn't like do anything. They're arguing over the legality of it, which mm. is crazy to me that you can have like like it just it represents to me just how like fraying china is how it looks like from the outside in like everything is like they're controlling everything when really it's all like yeah it doesn't matter yeah uh, but anyways if donald trump is listening like i guess that's how you deal with um protesters just make a law throw them in jail for 15 days what'd yeah you, what'd you guys think so, of the game what'd you think about the game amanda Did you enjoy it yeah not bad their second goal was really good yeah the, yeah, the sort we of, the um, first. Yeah, actually, let's go back goal, to yeah. let's go back to what were our predictions? Prediction time. Two one. This is two. this is the this is the time where Alden makes a new sting and makes it predictions. <laughs> predictions. My, my prediction was two one transcendence, but it was actually two one. Um, what do you think the final score is going to be? Two one for Dalian transcendence. You're predicting an upset. Yeah. Yeah, 2-1. 2-1. All right, Alden McQueen, real human being, uh, predicting an upset, 2-1. <laughs> so intense, right? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so intently. 
Mm. Amanda? My prediction was for nothing, Delin Yifeng, including a goal off a corner kick. Which sadly never happened. None of my predictions <laughs> came true. That would have been cool. That would have been cool. Mm. My prediction was 1-0, a mm. Yifeng victory, and I predicted that the goal would be scored by a foreigner. Mm. There was a foreigner goal, mm-hmm. uh, the one that we... Missed. Missed. Yeah. We like went right in as, a, as, a as it was happening. Yeah. Which is unfortunate. Um, but yeah, so none of us won that round, I guess. Hmm. We'll get it next, next time. time. Next yeah. time. Yeah, next time. We've got it on lock now. We know what's up. We know where to go. I think I think the best part of that whole experience, to be honest, because I, I really enjoyed like I want to buy season tickets. It's great, it's cheap, it's fun. Yeah, was, hey? was mm-hmm. the crowd. There was this old man. old man. The old man was is quite possibly the MVP. I think no, he is my MVP. Oh, bar none. He picture a man in his late fifties, uh, bare to the waist, with slogans painted over his chest, carrying a flag. Yeah, I wonder what they said. Who knows? I tried to ask <laughs> Vardy, but he didn't know. Yeah, we were there with a with another real human being. Mm. Shout out to Stephen Vardy. Thank you for helping us and uh, translating yeah. and everything. That was really awesome. We wouldn't have made it there without you. But he would go to each section, this old man, and yeah. wave a flag and go. He would lead us in chants, basically, which was just Dalian, Jayo, Dalian, Jayo, Jayo, Dalian, just back and forth. Yeah. So it's it's kind of like being like you can do it. So it actually translates to like fighting. Add it doesn't even translate no. to fighting. No, it no. translates to like add oil. Yeah. Oh wow. So basically, like adding oil <laughs> okay. on the fire yeah, is like, what it actually pick translates it up, pick to. It up, yeah. But when they actually translate it, they say fighting in English, mm-hmm. uh-huh. which I don't really understand. And I asked one of my students about it last year when we were talking about this, and he said, I don't. I don't know. <laughs> He's like, that's, that's just what we say. Yeah. But if you actually cool. look at like what the two words are, it right. is like add oil. Yeah. Yo is oil. So yeah, no, it was it was a great time. The crowds were super yeah. into it. There the, were, the game so, was solid. So beside that guy who was who was waving the flag, there were a number of like hype squads on yeah. either yeah. side of the thing. There was the one that was the Curvo Boys. Yeah. They were awesome. I got a ton of stuff. Like they sounded like I couldn't place the actual tune, but it sounded so familiar. But they were like Chinese chants. Um, mm-hmm. But they were like waving flags well, they were and doing stuff. They chant tune too a lot. Yeah. T- with different words. They were they. Uh, um, I really, I really want one of their huge flags mm-hmm. put over my bed. Yeah. A bunch of white space. It's important. White space is good. <laughs> I want to <laughs> fill it all up. <laughs>
Um, and I think the ending was really touching too. Both teams did like a long lap. <laughs> good game, good yeah. game, good game. But then they also like talked with the fans. They like walked through the stands. Some kid passed on like a baby or like his oh. kid or something like that. Like it was yeah. sweet to like see. There this was another of... weird part at the very end when everything was gonna when we knew what was gonna happen. Everyone started throwing their cushions. Mm-hmm. Oh, yeah. They were sitting on cushions. Mm-hmm. They were sitting on cushions. They were being sold outside on the way in. Yeah. So like somebody just goes through the stadium and like. Picks them up again. Picks all the cushions up. Yeah, like it reminds me in the Bills thing. There's this thing of like any anytime they get a touchdown, you throw you you um, rip up your program that you get, and then you throw up all the paper into the air, so it looks like like snow. Mm-hmm. Um, it's super annoying for the custodial staff, I'm sure. Um, They're used to it by now. But yeah, I mean that's like the same. That's like China's version, I guess. Is is what I feel like. Oh. Anyways, um, you like do you like that they were. They were yeah, good sports. Yeah, I, I feel like, again, like, if you're, like, an okay player, you can come over here and be, like, a fucking superstar. Like Nick Evans on the... Nick <laughs> Evans! Nick Evans! <laughs> Shout out to Nick Evans. Yeah. If you're listening, you're good at baseball. Stay tuned in. He struck, can he strike out each time? He struck out three times in a row. Yeah, I could do you're that. You could pay me to Man. strike out. Just you could pay me to strike out. Yeah, Nick Evans, I would totally suck. do that. <laughs> Just track coming for Nick, Nick Evans soon. Um, yeah, I, I like I really like the match. I give it a ten out of ten. Would do again. Me too. Mm-hmm. Me too. I give it a ten out of ten too, to make up for my and cheap jerseys. Failing gay grade of that. Yeah, yeah, cheap $4, jerseys. Four dollar jerseys, people. Yeah. Can't Eight go dollar really good. Like crappy zip up thing. My mine was actually six bucks, but um, either way. It was pretty cool. We were all decked out in like yeah. the, the the team stuff. Yeah, and one of the great. players looked at us. It was we were like, <laughs> yeah, yeah. He looked at me. <laughs> um, <laughs> yeah, I mean that's the one thing that was kind of weird is like they were just selling all this stuff out in the middle of the thing. They they weren't necessarily like um, an official merch merch store or anything, um, which is very China. I feel like. Have you ever played cricket? Sidebar. It's confusing sidebar. as hell. It's so fun I, though. I, I played. It's so hard. Yeah, yeah. Actually, we played it in sports. I mean, the, like like a fake cricket. Like, so it's pretty real one. I had to. This is just a quick sidebar. I yeah. worked for Parks Canada, and they had to teach me how to play because on Canada Day in 2015, I got to dress up as Parka the Beaver, <laughs> and I had to play cricket what dressed about? as Parka the Beaver. Tim Hortons princess. Park of the, 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 the Beaver and the sky. You know, it sounds like you're kind of Italian. You're like, Park of the Beaver. Yeah. <laughs> oh boy. Which, yeah, is not really great. Um, anyway, her name is Parka. That's nice. That's, yeah, Crooked is I like fun. It. She's, There's she's this great quote that I remember just comes to the top of my head. Uh, soccer is a game of gentlemen played by hooligans, and rugby is a game of hooligans played by gentlemen. If you talk to a rugby player, they're usually pretty sweet guys, but the game is brutal. See, the thing with rugby players is that everybody talks about, like, rugby players have, like, reputation. Yeah. Like, with girls. You know what I mean? As being really, really, like, not nice guys. Oh, that's unfortunate. That's unfortunate. Well, there you go. There we go. Two sides of every story. Yeah. The dark that, side. That's me as Parka. That's Parka. Oh, see? man. Yeah. We're definitely going to post that on later. Nice. 
<laughs> and you had to play cricket in that? Yeah. Oh my it god. Was so hard. <laughs> so what do you think would have been easier, playing cricket or playing soccer? As Parka? Yeah. Neither. It was hard to walk. I had to walk. So the name of the town that I worked in is Annapolis Royal. Uh-huh. Sorry, let's move this this way. So. Is Annapolis Royal. So Annapolis Royal is like the smallest of small towns in Nova Scotia. But it also has per capita the most... The most um, parks. No, the most historical residences, like protected by the government, mm-hmm. like national historic sites. Um, but anyway, it's the town is literally only one square kilometer. That's it. That's the whole town, mm. one square kilometer. But the parade is the whole kilometer. Yeah. I had to walk a kilometer dressed as this freaking beaver. <laughs> it was. I've never been like, I've never been so drenched in sweat in my life. Yeah. Anyway. How how was the uh, yeah? Could you see well? Oh, I could see okay. Huh. There was somebody who was walking with me, like just you had like a handler case, thing. Yeah. Yeah. I had a handler. <laughs> yeah, yeah, they that's were like, how they, they were it, like, yeah. look, look to your nine o'clock and yeah. wave. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> or no, don't, don't, don't stop walking. There's a child directly in front of you. I knocked a kid flat on her ass one day. She started nice. to cry. Nice. Draw angry eyebrows on the beaver <laughs> costume. <laughs> um, anyway, sorry. No, that's cool. Uh, uh, anything else to add about soccer? 10 out of 10, we'll do again? Yeah. Yep. It was a blast. All right. Well, we'll come at you next time. Uh, Only this time with the new China Super League guys. (laughs) Dalian. Dalian. Super League. Woo. Yay. Super League. We come back. Picks of the week. Things that we're interested in. I like your sock, and if you don't mind, could we share it? Harriet, I like your socks, and if you don't mind, could I wear it? With you at the same time, I hope we both can fit, and if we don't, we'll just have to stretch it up. I'm sorry I stretched your socks, that was not nice of me, and we don't even really know each other, that was rude, right? Did I just, did I just cross the boundaries of our relationship? I'm sorry if I did, I just want to be your friend, oh. (laughs) This is the end. That was, I could almost, I could almost feel your foot. The end of socks. in, in, In the sock with me. That was Hanan Aslan, a Malaysian 22-year-old comedian, talking to Harriet Brain about how much she likes her socks. A bit of a different choice for this week's break music. I found Hanan Aslan a few days ago. Uh, there's a profile on, of her on um, a series about comedy in Asia, and I found it really interesting because I really paid that much attention. I caught a student recently who was watching a stand-up by Kevin Hart, And I was intrigued then by wondering if China had its own comedy scene. And it does, and it is very heavily censored. Uh, You have to get it by the government. But it's a little bit more open in places like Hong Kong and Malaysia, for example, where Hanan uh, sings about racism, white privilege, a lot about dating and romance. She was actually the youngest comedian to ever win the Hong Kong International Comedy Competition in, uh, I think, 2016 or 2015. She has a unique and kind of bubbly personality. We have a couple bummer picks of the week coming up, so I thought some levity might be nice. That's why I included this comedy part in here. 
In our picks of the week, which turn into bummer of the week, we talk about a variety of wonderful topics, including white privilege, sex scandals, and Nazis for some reason. Some of these things have changed since the last time this uh, episode will come out and when we recorded. For example, I was reading some stuff about the hashtag MeToo movement, which was placing it in a little bit different context in terms of trauma. And Rose McGowan kind of made a misstep when she posted something that was offensive, but she apologized for that. We're going to get to our bummer picks of the week, and I'm going to let Hanan actually have the last word. So instead of our normal Real Human Bings theme song, I'm going to have her sing us out in a uh, song that I think has something to do with uh, the bummers that we pick up. I'll let you guys go and listen to our Bummers of the Week. This is a song about uh, all the guys that I've dated. I dated a fisherman. He had me hooked. I dated a librarian. He was boring but great in my books. I dated a magician. He disappeared. Magic. I dated a pilot. He disappeared. Tragic. We can do that. But that's such a downer. Well, that's what we're doing. Hmm. We can do downers. That's fine. Downer or not. What are you... Downer street. What are you angry about? Oh my gosh. Uh, So, yeah. Picks of the week. Downer edition. Downer edition. (laughs) 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 Um, I was reading this article. It was posted on Twitter. Is it going to be about bitcoins? (laughs) (laughs) No. Okay. Bitcoin's value has increased, by the way. It's oh. now 5500 I don't want to talk about it. All right, new thing. <laughs> I'm scrapping the old one. Let's go with the new one. No, All right, yes. I was reading an article that was posted about the global, uh, by the Global Mail on Twitter. Right. Okay. Um, and it was about teachers in Ontario who are teaching um, white privilege in class. Mm-hmm. Um, and they're doing it in a way, so it's something that okay, keep going. similar exercises that we learned sort of in university. There's this woman, I wish I could remember her name, but I can't. Um, and I think she's from, I'm pretty sure she's from Nova Scotia. And she talks about white privilege uh, and unpacking your... The backpack? Invi- invisible Invisible knapsack. backpack, yeah, I remember that one. Um, anyway, so there was a teacher who was trying to discuss this, and, and it was... In the articles, it's explaining that they never actually use the term white privilege in the lesson. They're just talking about how some people have natural advantages based on where they're from Mm -hmm. and like their socioeconomic status and things like that. And a student like recognized it for what it was and like said to the teachers, are you talking about white privilege? And they were like, that's not real. It doesn't exist. It's just something that's designed to make white people feel guilty. (laughs) Okay. For so being white. They like turned it on. So this so, is in Nova Scotia? Yeah. Like, I'm pretty sure they, this so, yeah, is in they Ontario. Su- they, oh, this is in Ontario. This case study okay. is in Ontario. So, okay. Oh, okay. so the kid cool, goes cool. home, tells his mom, yeah. the mom writes a bajillion angry letters, makes angry yeah. phone calls, all these things. Yeah. Which is which is all fine. So it's just discussing... All the um, people in the story are white? Mm. Okay. Everybody in the story is white. And then it's just talking about how there is another study where a teacher is trying to talk about white privilege by talking about like fame and how if you look up mm-hmm. like some of the most influential people like currently most of them are white so yeah. therefore 
Um, and it's just talking about like why this is and having a discussion mm-hmm. about like why wouldn't there be more diversity yeah. or more representation on the list. Anyway, so then what happened? I read the article and I wasn't really sure what I thought. Like I hadn't sat down and thought about it for long enough, but then I started reading the, the Twitter comments. Oh god, no. <laughs> was... Oh god. <laughs> oh god. I'm reading YouTube comments. I've like They're both just pretty much yeah. Absolute rage. Uh... But the thing that the thing that like I had I was just having this conversation with Jody mm. on the weekend oh, when yeah. we were at Starbucks yeah, yeah. together. Um and hearing it from her her perspective yeah. as an African Canadian. Mm-hmm. Um and her just and and we were just having like this really she was just being very open and very honest about yeah. her experiences as a woman of color. Yeah. Um and we talked about white privilege and and one of the things she said is that she said that sometimes like even when people are polite to her, she can feel when something's maybe really not right. And saying yeah. about how you can't just call someone racist because you can't prove right. that someone's a racist. Yeah. She was like, but there's some people that you just get those vibes from. It's like, get out. Yeah. yeah. And uh, anyway, so she she was talking um, about that and talking about how, like, even in Canada, things haven't really changed that much because yeah. people of color like, still face so many obstacles that white people just don't. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Anyway, yeah. so we we just had had this so conversation, true. and then I'm reading this article, and then I start reading these Twitter comments. Oh God! Did you did you I like was... screenshot or anything? Uh, oh oh did oh I? no! Okay, I let's screen... go. Let's do it. Hit us up. Let's do it. So the first one like is pretty benign, I guess, in terms of some. Uh, in terms of racism. To some so it says years ago there was definitely white privilege, not so much nowadays. Diversity is great, and the playing field is becoming more fair. Okay, so this so is posted by the Global Mail. The Global Mail is exclusively Canada, yeah, is it? Yeah. You don't have that, right? No. I've never heard of it. Okay. I've heard of it, but that's that's not, I just wasn't sure if it was exclusively like Canadian, the, but this was yeah. like the Canadian. That's fine. Yeah. Not edition, but you know the Canadian thing. Right. Whatever. I get it. And then someone else said, "Teaching this in class is ridiculous." Mm-hmm. This is the same person who said that now it's more fair. Teaching this in class is more uh, ridiculous. Um, it's like very unwoke, but and then, not... Yeah. But not yeah. aggressive or, yeah. you know. Not... And then someone replies, school's becoming more and more useless today oh, in God. the onion. Yeah. Um, and then someone replied, teach acceptance and tolerance of other races, not some kind of imaginary privilege to make white kids feel oh. bad. <laughs> Jesus. I was I was so upset, and then someone says, "Make white kids feel." <sighs> Did I get that whole thing? No, I didn't. Uh, and then it says, "How about education on slavery in the modern world, i.e., Slavia Arabia?" Oh God. Well, I mean, or the fact that the British outlawed slavery years ago. Oh well, yeah, that's a that's that a big that's a big better. thing that's a big thing that's always brought up by like neo Confederates mm. uh, in in the American South. And, and people who support, like, like right-wing stuff is like, yeah, well, actually, you know, Truman was a KKK member. Like, the first slaves actually went to Massachusetts. Like, they just find any type of exception that they can yeah. without with just ignoring, like, the, re- the, the bigger thing. Yeah. Which Truman was never actually an active KKK member, mm-hmm. just, for the, just for anybody listening out there. <laughs> Anyways. Uh, <laughs> Someone replied, absolutely yeah. appalling. And then this one made me, like, I was, I was just 
Yeah. I was texting my friend. I was talking to Jamie Lane. Right, right. And I was like, I sometimes I literally hate other humans. Yeah. Because so, this person says, making whites feel bad to be white. Won't oh. be happy until immigration wipes us all out. Oh, God. And then official madness in Ontario schools. Like, privilege, okay. diversity, character, education, all code for cultural Marxism being pushed by liberals. Oh, like, I love shit. cultural Marxism. And then. Jesus. There's no such thing as white privilege. Oh my god. It's like, this is, like, as, as, the more these people push out against it, the more they just add to this idea of white fragility. The fact that Mm -hmm. white people can't handle anyone saying anything Mm -hmm. moderately offensive to them. Ah, just so, ah. Wow, I'm getting angry. Yeah. Talking about white privilege (laughs) in a classroom would only serve to shame white students. The problem is inferiority complex. Oh. Oh, Jesus. Really? Yeah. Just fucking horrendous, man. And it was one of those things where... Oh, God. You want to believe that that people are more educated now or that people understand and that's because of my educational background i guess like especially going through teachers college yeah it's something that you're made very you're supposed aware to of. you're supposed to do cultural there's a whole entire component at least in new york state yeah you're supposed to do like cultural training and stuff yes we do um, that too yeah. in nova scotia and so you want to believe that people aren't this fucking stupid <laughs> but turns yeah. out they're this fucking stupid i mean and just ignorant yeah oh. I mean, this is Canada, but, like, I think it applies to everything. Like, look who got into the White House. Like, got to be a reason behind it, I guess. Anyway, there's more, but <sighs> I'm, I'm getting annoyed again. <laughs> well, it's interesting you bring this up because I was thinking about this in the context of China. And there was this one student who was, because a lot of them are choosing like their universities. So I was talking to the student about where he wanted to go to university and he was talking about this one place. I don't actually know. I know it's in Ontario, York University. Yep. And he was saying like, I want to go there, but I'm also scared because my friend told me that there's lots of, uh, how do you say this word? And he looked it up on on the translation and said, Negro, (laughs) black person. (laughs) Uh, <laughs> and like I like because I already got into this with another student where I did the wrong thing where I tried to argue with him and like I felt really bad about myself afterward because I didn't change his mind he just just more set in his ways and that's like you shouldn't be on them with their own level like I was trying to convince him that his way of thinking was wrong um, I shouldn't have tried to do that like never you know engage on their own level so I tried to be a lot more calmer with this kid and I was just kind of like, we went through it very, you know, piece by piece and I never like talked down to him about it. And I think he kind of got a lot more because I compared the two, like China is a place where Han ethnicity is like 93% of, or even more than that yeah. of the people. And I'm like, you look at America, you look at Canada, it's a lot more diverse mm-hmm. and there's a big history behind it. And you need to understand all of that before right. you can really understand America really um i think he was more receptive to the ideas that i was throwing out there um and i don't think he necessarily meant it straight up as a racist thing which is weird to say but this is the thing that i always feel like i I have whenever i have conversation with chinese students is the fact that they don't even have the vocabulary to talk about racism um because they don't they never face any of that because it's so homogeneous here yeah um anyways Hmm. yeah 
Sorry, that was my initial thing of that. Yeah. It's hard to talk about racism to your kids, though, here. Just yeah. again, because they don't. They, they really just don't really have the don't. Context. And they don't have the vocabulary to yeah. engage in conversation about it either, because, like you said, it's such a, homogen- a homogenous. And then they just kind of. Be- they kind of believe, like, what they're, you know, parents say, mm-hmm. or they believe, like, the things, you know. Or, like, when Las Vegas shooting happened, which is still really awful, and Jesus, like can't mm. pass gun legislation or anything a lot of them were saying like oh this proves that like america is dangerous and i don't want to go to a place that's you know they that's that's their main thing is that they're yeah. worried about going to university that's going to be dangerous yeah because uh, they believe that everyone has a gun um which maybe you know <sighs> anyways it's so actually, downer very nervous it seems about a lot of things though like them yeah the students they tend to be afraid of a lot of stuff. Well, is... you got to think, a lot of these kids are sheltered kids. They're... In a homogenous society. Well, it, and they're sheltered in that they are among sort of the privileged groups yeah. for the most part. Yeah. A lot of the kids very are very natural threats. sort of entitled. Yeah. They are, they, most of them come from wealthy families where they've been spoiled by their parents, their grandparents. They've never had to want for anything, which there's nothing wrong with that. Right, you shouldn't be blaming them for necessarily something exactly. that's out of their control. Right, and there's nothing wrong with that, but they just haven't... Yeah. But you should still be aware. It's like the white privilege thing all yeah, over yeah, again. Yeah. You should be aware of your privilege. Yeah. yeah. At the very least. Yeah. Um, to be fair, though, it would be hard in to be aware of your privilege, especially in a place like... Surrounded by kids who are just like you. Yeah. Other kids who grew up very, very yeah. privileged yeah. and... Yeah. Totally. Entitled. That's why it's hard for people who grew up in a place that's all white to see their own thing, right? And I was just going to say, like, white privilege is hard. It's hard for people to understand if they grew up in a poor socioeconomic status as well, too. Mm -hmm. So, like, white trash, if we want to be derogatory. Like, they're looking around and like, my life's not that great. Why, Why should I feel guilty about being, like, I grew up poor just the same as anybody, like, as another person and yeah. it's it's hard to like rationalize that especially when you feel like you're being attacked right not, not trying to defend them just saying well like, no but that's that's a valid thing like yeah. that's like there's a reason trump won yeah because mm-hmm. there's a sort of reactionary fear against or, when nobody likes to feel like they're being accused of anything yeah and you accuse somebody of something they're like what no well and this feeling up, this yeah. feeling like the political elite mm-hmm. or like the elites are they're laughing at us because we don't understand their yeah. made-up rules that are dumb anyways mm-hmm. Um. Anyways, yeah. Good, good bummer pick of the week. Good bummer pick. Yeah. Um. I was really upset before I came over. Mm-hmm. Uh, <laughs> I was really sad for my bummer pick. Okay. Um. There's been a string. This kind of is a review of um, going all the way back to our discussion about pogo and artist and artistry, and whether you can divorce the two. Um. And recently. There's been a lot of movement in terms of uh, stuff on that end. So in that in that thing, I mentioned that Devin Faraci, who's a uh, a movie reviewer who I really liked, he was accused and he uh, uh, of sexual harassment. Um, uh, pretty much by his actions, out he like left the company. He you know pretty much took himself off Twitter and everything else. But the um, court of law find him guilty. 
He was never straight up. It was like a Twitter accusation. Gotcha. Um, but all these other things have been coming out. Harry Knowles, who also uh, writes for Birth Movies Death. I never really knew anything about him. He's another movie guy. Uh, most recently, Harvey Weinstein, who's yeah. the biggest one. But then, uh, which is kind of whatever for me. I don't mm. really care. He's he's All these people are awful human beings for doing what they did. But the one that hit me the hardest was there's this YouTube channel called Screen Junkies. Mm. And this guy, Andy Signore, yeah. who I really like. I really like his mo- I really like his videos. I really like... Th- he pretty much set up this company um, all by himself. He used to set up like movie fights, all these different things. And like I never really thought that he would have been capable of it. But um, I remember I woke up one day checking Twitter. And this girl whose girlfriend with this other guy who works for Screen Junkies... Um, had just had enough because she works for it as well. She reported in HR. They said they were doing something. They never did it. Um, his her boyfriend was a, was like um, threatened by Andy. He's like, you can lose your job if you you know tell anyone about this if you report me. Right. Um, and so she started just screen capping all these different things. All these other people started coming out. Fans who sees. Um, come on to yeah. mm-hmm. he is a husband and a father of a small child and he posts really cute videos of himself on on instagram with his kid and it's just it's just really like it just seems it's just a, yet another yet another one mm-hmm. and uh roth cornett who writes for the show um she's a female worker there and uh she wrote something that uh i really touched a nerve with me um, she said, uh, I'm abbreviating some of this, but during the we- year and when we worked together, I found Andy to be a challenging, demanding boss with high expectations. It was awful difficult and stressful to work for him, but in truth, I really genuinely liked him and respect him more to the point when it comes to being a female in the workplace, he showed me the utmost respect and never displayed a hint of questionable behavior. In many ways, I looked up to Andy in truth. He valued my opinion, experience and abilities more uh, than many men who I've worked for. Uh, and then she goes, so setting up this guy who is totally what I thought. And she says, that's why I feel so devastated when I heard the sexual harassment testimonials. Um, uh, in the past, there have been many times when I've second guessed myself, um, uh, to all the women, women out there, I hear you, I believe you, you needn't feel it's not your fault. You shouldn't feel responsible or ashamed about it. Mm. And they keep on going. Uh, on and on but that kind of summarized it her writing is very good um for that for me and just feeling that way made me feel like wait this is something that women deal with every single day and like i'm only just being exposed to it now um which really kind of opened it up uh like you there's a difference between like like i already knew sexism exists and all that and like yeah obviously like you know i'm not a complete idiot but the idea being like there's a difference between (laughs) yeah right Ah, that's a surprise to me but like there's a difference between like knowing something and like realizing it having it like hit you in the head and like really like affecting you to your core Mm -hmm. like that had never happened to me and uh this one did and so that's why I feel like um, some of the stuff I've been reading, some of the stuff I've been thinking about, uh, I think I've I think I've come out on the other side of it. I think in light of all these different things, there are so many people out there who are making great content. You don't need to go to people who have done awful things like Bill Cosby mm. or uh, 
uh, Harvey Weinstein or um, people who sheltered them like um, Ben Affleck or Matt Damon. Um, Roman Polanski. You, you, there, there are so there is plenty of good content out there. You don't need to give them your money. You can go like there's stuff out there, and I think. Once it gets to a certain point, it's morally irresponsible too, and uh, that's where I've come down on this question that this further debate that we've had about like artists and artistry, mm-hmm. and that's that's why I've been influenced to switch my opinion to kind of feeling that and feeling mm-hmm. more uh, towards that lens. So mm-hmm. that's my downer pick of the week. Mm-hmm. Um, I'm just gonna jump off that for a second. Yeah, go for um, it. Have you been seeing? And now it would have started like yesterday, roughly, like kind of late. And then into today, it's been blowing up. Like, I'm seeing it all over my newsfeed personally. Have you been seeing any of your friends posting Me Too? Yeah. 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 All over the place. Yeah. So yeah. that that's a thing. Like, it's something on Facebook's women. It's, yeah. like, four girls or whatever who mm-hmm. have been sexually assaulted or sexually harassed or just posting Me Too as their status. Right. Um, yeah. Like, literally all of my female friends, yeah. people who I would not have... Expected it, it and it's happens. like de doy, of course. Like, wow, well, could you be such a knuckle like, dragger? Like, that's what I'm talking to myself. Anyways, I would yeah. be shocked. Yeah. Like, if there's anyone yeah. over the age of 19 that you know yeah. who is a woman who would not post me to. Yeah. yeah. Like, I haven't done it yet, but it applies. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Like, it's. Yeah. Yeah. Systemic. And then. Yeah. Another thing we were talking about, actually, I'm going to go back to my conversation with Jody. We were talking about the Harvey Weinstein thing. Yeah. And we were talking about how, like, all these A-list actresses, Angelina Jolie Mm -hmm. and um, Gwyneth Paltrow, um, have also admitted. And it's just this idea that it's this, like, the worst kept secret in Hollywood. Yeah. About Harvey Weinstein. And, like, with these actresses who do have the power to come out and sort of say something or have mm-hmm. have enough sway in in the Hollywood world, you know, to sort of make a difference, but they wait and they don't say anything until someone else mm-hmm. sort of takes the onus for the problem. Yeah. Um and then all of a sudden they're sort of everybody's bandwagoning. Yeah. I don't know. Ugh. Yeah. Well, um some people who have been giving me a lot of like hope at least, I'll go to that. Um this actress, Rose McGowan, mm. if you know her, yeah, she yeah. is on fire on Twitter, and she's taking no prisoners. No, no, that's um, for sure. Which is amazing, and it's awesome, and I love to see fighting back. So that's really cool. Mm. And seeing all the people on Facebook being so supportive, um, not to make it all about men, because it's made about men a lot, but uh, one of my friends posted something like... Um, uh, what's the what's the one that the guys are supposed to do? Um, not me too. It's a different one. Uh, he just wrote out a very eloquent thing about how it affects oh, us he, all. He, um, um, I know who you're talking about. Um, the actor, you mean, or the comedian? No, no, no. a friend on Facebook. Oh, uh, it's like it's like guys started doing their own hashtag that yeah. was like in support of it, like yeah. time for change or something mm-hmm. like. I don't remember something like that. But just saying his own experiences with that. Mm. Also, Terry Crews, like, yeah. good yeah. on you for coming. He, he's saying that he also ex- experienced it as well. And that's like, yeah, um, it's cool that 
that at least happens. Mm-hmm. And like in seeing all these things like Donald Trump, Harvey Weinstein, Roger Ailes, Bill O'Reilly, all these guys, I just really hope that it's coming out now and it's hard and it's awful, but maybe because all these people are going down, maybe mm. this is the calling. Maybe this is where we're going to, you know, stop it and make it better. Mm. I don't know. Yeah. I hope. Anyways. Yeah. Downer pick of the week. Nice. Le- welcome to our comedy podcast where we talk about dumb stuff. Yeah. Wow. <laughs> hey, Alden. You going to talk about Forge and Fire? No. No, okay. You're no, going to be downer too? Gonna oh, great. I can do downer picks. Oh, no. So I was reading today a couple oh. AMAs on Reddit, and this sort of winds up nicely with what we were doing. So it's sort of something I was thinking about where, um, like, contextualizing things is always very difficult. So there was an AMA for a North Korean woman who escaped North Korea and was sold to a Chinese man. Um, so what happens is she was here. She was near the, uh, I'm going to butcher the name again, Taman River, which is near the north of North Korea. And uh, it's easy to cross there. Mm. So she got smuggled across when she was 19 because her stepmother didn't want her anymore. Um, and this, what the smugglers say is they say, you know, it's for free. And then they get to the other side and like, well, you can't pay. So you got to marry this guy. And she had a daughter with this guy. And she says that, you know, the guy was never abusive. Mm. He was like a perfectly respectful husband. It was never like a bad relationship it's just one she didn't want mm. like she was forced to marry him but she has nothing like there was nothing wrong with the relationship mm. if to put it that way it sounds kind of weird to say that but like there was nothing abusive about it but apart she, from apart from the fact that she didn't want to marry him but he never hit her there was never anything right, like that I, like, I understand yeah it's like there's no physical abuse yeah she yeah emotional abuse she had a daughter she had to leave she's in South Korea she's a South Korean, South Korean citizen now and she's trying to get her daughter back to her, which is hard because the it's not clear if the husband she, it wasn't clear on the AMA, but it's like her husband or the family of the husband's keeping the daughter, and mm. they're not letting it, you know, transfer out. Um, but just sort of that, and then right after that, I read an AMA about um, this. Uh, it was a German soldier who served as an SS officer. Like he was in, he was in the SS, like the Waffen SS, which is the like the most extreme. These were back to back. Yeah, back to back. Jeez. And they sort of all the thread down Reddit, and um, one of the comments was, "This guy was like really excited. He's like, oh, I'm a really, you know, I'm a really big fan of, of you know military history. I'd love to ask your grandfather a few questions." And he answers a series of questions, and the grandfather answers through the grandson who's like translating and doing the stuff for Reddit, and then the guy says, "Tell your grandfather that I that I thank him for his service to his country," and the. I know that sounds weird, but then the guy responding says, "No." The grandson responds. He says, "Nobody has ever said that to my grandfather, and he's crying right now because even though he's in the Waffen SS, even though he was like literally part of one of the worst arms of the military, we say thank you to people in our military. Like we say thank you to the Canadian veterans in Remembrance Day. They killed people too. Like we're thanking people who legally murdered other people, who raped people. There are mm. veterans that definitely." 100% raped women yeah. and we go good job well done you won the war and like to to qualify that judgment is it's purely based on your own personal perspective which is why I find it so interesting that when you were talking about this sexual harassment coming out you were saying the guy posts videos of his interactions with his kid on Instagram and stuff and like yeah. having to rationalize that against the new information mm. like how do you when you're faced with something that shocks your world 
how do you rationalize it? Mm-hmm. So like, if you know, like the how, fam- how can you accept that people can be like bo- both both a yeah. loving father and also a creep? Um, yeah, exactly. Yeah, how can fans. And because he, I'm sure he was a loving father. I'm sure he was a. I'm sure he what did have things. It's not like and like the SS officer so, as yeah. well. Yeah, like how yeah. can you? He was fighting for his country. He was yeah. fighting for what he believed in. Is yes, his beliefs were wrong. Yes, but he was still doing the same job that an American soldier was doing. Yeah, but I don't really like the jingoistic stuff from any. Oh no, I'm not saying like, it's not. It's a de- kind of my thing. It's not a defense. Uh, it's not meant to be like a hooray raw military. But it was just like the next comment down after the guy said thank you yeah. for your service and the guy said grumpen was like fuck you all Nazis should die you're a piece of shit and it got a gold on Reddit it was like a and so like how is that any less antagonist antagonistic than saying you know what I'm saying like it's you're if you're if you're trying to take the moral high ground by saying that you're a wrong person why do you have mm-hmm. to be like you should die in a fire motherfucker and like all Nazis are evil. This is also kind of a personal note for me because my my grandfather fought for the German army, and my mother put in a letter during Remembrance Day two years ago, um, and said like, "Hey, maybe we should remember the German soldiers." And she got like hate mail sent to her, being like, "You're a piece of shit. How dare you even like suggest that they lost?" Blah blah blah, and like. Well, I think I don't know. It just seems, Germany, it seems so hypocritical. I think like, Germany in general, that they they have a pretty like oh, they're pretty open and honest about like, hey, we did a really awful thing. Oh yeah, and we're super, they're also gonna, super strict about denazification. Like, like that's like, pretty that's pretty cool. I, I do know that in the most list. recent elections, like the a far right party did gain seats in yes, Parliament, which is a little scary. Yeah. But, in Germany, uh, yeah. yeah. Did you see the Austrian new Austrian prime minister or whatever? No. So. Austria just, like a new, I don't know if it's president or prime minister, they just elected this guy. He's like the youngest PM mm. ever to be elected anywhere, I think. I forget his name, like KRUZ or something? Mm-hmm. Maybe that's wrong, I don't know. Uh-huh. Um, anyway, and like his, he was voted in because his policy is basically closing the borders yeah. and yeah. stopping immigration into <sighs> Austria and stopping through roads into Europe. It's a huge, that's like a huge thing. And like, talking yeah. about, sorry, uh, yeah. a, a burqa ban yeah. and stuff like that. And that's what got him voted in in Austria. I mean, like Man, you, have, you always have a resource. Macron was so long ago. Like, mm-hmm. that was the last time that I feel like, yeah. not even, like, because he's not even, like, technically human. He's like a, a win for neoliberal mm-hmm. uh like kind of globalism which isn't great but like it's better than this isolationist whatever anyway sorry what are you saying well i was just saying like anytime you have times of stress people return to old traditions you look at like any sort of country that faces changes i think of 1930s i think of 19 post world war one you know there's always going to be right far left or far right reactions Mm. but i just don't know my son of bummer pick was like having to Again, just like think about like, well, what, where do I stand with this Waffen SS guy? Mm. Like, do I do, can I justify saying I think that soldiers should be honored for serving their country? And then by their proxy, do I just arbitrarily choose to say, well, only the soldiers who win? You know, like what, how do I define that? Do I say that I'm proud that my grandfather fought for the German army? Can I say that? If I say that, will people get mad at me? Can I, like, how do I rationalize the choice because I knew him as a man not as a young boy in the army 
and you can't I don't think there could ever be a time like like I'm just sort of imagining like if all of a sudden it turns out that like Jacob kicks puppies on the weekend Ugh. right like <laughs> what <up>. what what <laughs> and like but like having but having to contextualize somebody you know and love leave and here for a second and you're friends with and then having to come to terms with like the new mm. information presented right and I can just imagine that's like so difficult to do because and I was sort of having that moment well, myself do you think that like, maybe maybe it's just like we haven't had enough time yet too what do you mean like we have enough time to like kind of be able to I don't know. Like in context of World War Two or context of like people. I don't know. Cause I feel like I feel like even like like I feel like a war that we've totally like whatever about is like American Revolution, like nobody really cares about like, oh, British guy, you know, mm -hmm. whatever. Yeah. It's not, nothing like that. But like you go far back as even like the Civil War, this is all an American perspective, sorry about that. You go as far back as the Civil War, there's still people who are arguing over like whether it's appropriate to celebrate, you know, Confederate pride. Mm -hmm. Um mm -hmm. because that's a really compelling thing and that's that's what fed into the myth of a lost cause. And this idea that like the South was this romantic, uh, romanticized like version of like honor and like you know defending your homeland and stuff. Um, there's still debates on like what's appropriate for that. Should a Confederate statue be up in Charlottesville? You know, um, we um, haven't even gotten over that. Like, how can we be expected to get over Germans from World War Two? Yeah, I don't mm -hmm. know. And I think it also d depends on the emotional weight because we sure as hell got over, like, the emotional weight of the Korean War. <laughs> like That's true. Like, That's true. It, it, although, although I will say, like going going to the Korean War Memorial in yeah. Seoul, I I know that, um, what's his face? Clyde? Yeah. I think Joshua said he, he wasn't struck by that part, but, oh my God, it hit me like a ton of bricks when I got to the part about Korea. I didn't think I would mm. because, again, it's like one of those things that we don't really think about a lot, but, like, seeing the memorial seeing like the gratitude and seeing the sacrifice and all that that just got to me like i mm. i was a mess for a good like five minutes anyways no it's just it's just sort of struck me as like i think it's one of the more challenging aspects of being human is having to decide where you stand on a in a position and i and i think we want to avoid being hypocritical but I think we all are to some we're, extent. We're all human beings, I guess. Right? Like I can, I can confidently say that I like people who definitely are not good people, right? Like there are people who I enjoy, artists who have done crappy things, maybe not like criminal activities, but definitely not been the best person they could be, right? Yeah. And I know I haven't been the best person I can be. So like, who am I to to judge that aspect or to say, right? I mean, hell, even my actions and like being you know like watching a war movie or or glorifying that aspect why should i glorify war war is a horrible thing if anything like all dunkirk like all countries should disband armies like realistically that'd be nice humans should all just collectively realize like what the fuck are we doing let's stop trying we, to kill each kinda, other like before we started recording we kind of had that like thing where we talked about yeah wouldn't it be nice just kumbaya yeah everybody just get a lot like yeah, yeah that very but we don't and we, thing and we, so we are stuck with these very very complicated questions like am i supposed to say to 
my mother who you know does still go to church that i think the church is ultimately a corrupt tool like do i just straight up disagree with her but i don't i have that internal thought right? uh you realize this is Going out of hey, the airwaves, right? <laughs> okay. <laughs> and I have had that, I've had that discussion, but I've couched it softer. Like, if I could, I could be more aggressive is what I'm saying. I could be more angry about it. Um, but I'm not. You know? For my mom, who goes to uh, uh, Panera Bread every single week, I do not support you. The bread bowls are, 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 are far worse than you led me to believe. <laughs> I actually don't really like Panera, to be honest. We don't have it in Canada, What's really. Panera? Yeah. Oh, well, there you go. <laughs> God, Canada, the golden, the golden city on the on the hill. Yeah. Man, no Paneras. Yeah. Oh, anyways. Um, we got Boston pizza though. Yeah. Gross. <laughs> what is it with? What is it with Boston? Like Boston is known for its, but like, ah, oh, God. You want to know what though? That's Boston my pizza. downer pick Boston of the week. Boston pizza does good. Not Boston pizza. pizza. Yes, Boston pizza does really good. Boneless chicken wings, yeah. or as I like to call them, adult chicken nuggets. <laughs> <laughs> well, you know what? I could go for some boneless uh, chicken chicken, chicken wings right now. I could go for some adult adult chicken nuggets right yes, now. Yes, they're so good. You get them. So, you get them with mild buffalo sauce, yeah. and then you dip them in oh, ranch, man. and oh, and it comes with. I could go for Anchor Bar uh, chicken wings right now too. That's buffalo. I could go for their uh, yeah, buffalo. Yeah, like Duff's. chicken sandwich. Oh, man. Just chicken parmesan anyways. sandwich. You got a cold chill? Yeah. It's <laughs> getting colder. Yeah. Um, anyway, so you get you get them you get them with mild buffalo sauce. And ranch dip. And ranch dip. I get them with the yeah. hot, spicy stuff. Okay. Man, you guys should totally. Because you're oh, a true man. man. No. You, you need to. I, you need to come to Buffalo. You need to come to Buffalo. We need to do the Anchor Bar versus Duff's wing test because that's the versus only thing. Boston Pizza. Yeah, we'll bring them down. <laughs> oh God. Because we know you don't. We get, have we have Boston you Pizza. Don't have Boston I would pizza. just. No, we do. No, you don't. You have pizza in Boston, but you don't have Boston Pizza. No, we have Boston. No, pizza. not you from do? not from Canada. <laughs> we have the chain. We have no, the chain. It's different. It's different. It's like the one Olive Garden in Canada. It's different than the ones in America. There is only like one, right? Yeah. There's not very many. No. Really? No, there really isn't. See, I thought he was joking about no, that. No, fucking not. There's no, I don't one. know when you're joking and when you're not. I think there's like one in Toronto and like one in maybe Vancouver. It's not really, it's not great Italian food. Like, you go to any Italian restaurant, you're like, you're like, oh my god, the breadsticks. Oh, Jesus. All right, well, pick of the week in real time. All those were fake picks of the week. (laughs) Real pick of the week is food. Go out, go out, get yourself some good food. Get get, get some, get some good food, whatever you like. Uh, Olive Garden, uh, uh, Boston Pizza, whatever, it's all good. Hug your mom. Uh, kiss your dad right on the lips, and uh, don't <laughs> pet your puppy. Don't kick him in the butt. All right, that's that's my that's my yeah. motto. Just as be I nice said, to, just be nice to each other. As I said all the time, be nice to yourselves and each other. Something like that. That's how Ellen ends her show too. Really, that's Jerry Springer. Really. From our last. Ellen says, "Be yeah. kind to one another." All right. Well, I think that's I think that's it because uh, we're opening up all our all our snack food oh, now. So, there's no adult uh, chicken nuggets though. Just in that's case probably anybody... that's probably not going to sound great on the mic, but uh, anyways, anything anything last? Oh gra- Oh god. That's gross. <laughs> I, just, I don't like, know. Sorry. Chewing motion. <laughs> I apologize too. in advance for all like the heavy intakes of breath that you'll hear because <laughs> I'm yawning a lot. <laughs> <laughs>
<laughs> all right, well, from all of us here in real human Bing world, which is the world we actually live in, I don't know why I gave it a different name. Uh, bye. Mom. Bye. Speaking of disappointments, um, I'm single. Uh, and I think there are too many, like, I don't really like online dating. Lah. I think there are too many, too many dating sites, you know? Okay, Cupid, Tinder, Match.com, Plenty of Fish, Ashley Madison, Club Penguin, Pokemon Go, Neopets, Muda.my, Lilong.com, Ustat for you, Grinder. Uh, and this song is about why I don't really like online dating. Lah. I got a message from this guy. He said, Oh, beautiful girl on the internet. I'm so intrigued, and though we've never met, I'd like to show you a picture of my ding-dong. <laughs> and he did send me a picture of himself in front of a mirror, Samsung phone in one hand, and his boner in the other. I'd say it was huge, but I'd be lying. And then he messages me again, will you go out with me? I said, no. He said, why? I reply, I don't date guys who use Samsung. 